0: Angela Yeast and Charlemagne the God. After the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real.
1: They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast Club.
2: It's your ass, sir. Yo,
3: yo, 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 yo,
4: yo,
2: yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, T's Anvie. Charlemagne the God.
4: Peace to the planet. It's
0: Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Absolutely is. National Sneakers Day. Okay. You that's that's your day, Envy. You got a bad sneaker habit. Uh, not anymore, not really. Yeah, me neither, man. I just got a bunch of sneakers at the crib that I actually need to just like. Give the goodwill or something. Yeah. Just, well, I'm just,
5: participating. I'm wearing sneakers. Yeah, just, just throw in
0: a box and give them away. Because yeah. I'm not smart enough to know what's worth what and what's not worth what.
2: Now I don't got time to do the research. Oh, uh, you should definitely honest. do that because you got a couple of pair that's worth a couple of thousand. Yeah, I'm sure I do.
0: But if you give them the goodwill, you get that blessing back later on somewhere down the line in life.
2: There you go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you might have herpes living in you dormant and it might not ever, ever get active if you, you
2: know, pay it forward. Okay. That's a good way to think about it. Yes. All right. Jeesh. Mm. Well, good morning, guys. How was everybody yesterday? Good what morning. you guys do?
5: I was in San Francisco. I landed at like 1 o'clock this morning, so I've been going. Oh,
2: that was San Francisco?
5: It was good. Shout out to everybody at Black Enterprise. I was moderating a panel for Tech Connect called Digifem. So Amber Grimes from Spotify and Aliyah Janelle Young were on that panel as well.
2: Okay. What about you,
0: Charlemagne? What you do yesterday? Anything? Bro, I don't even remember yesterday, man. I'm going to be mm. honest with you. That's how I know I'm getting old. I don't even What happened? What was yesterday? Yesterday was Monday? Monday. Monday. Oh, okay. The only thing I can remember from yesterday is like... You know, outside of, like, the kids and the wife is... I saw Meet the Mackeys last night. Okay. And first of all, Remy, man, man, Remy Ma is so damn funny, man. Why ever? Remy Ma just needs to be on everybody's TV screen, everybody's radio, everybody's podcast. What she R- do? It's just her regular, normal self. That's like she, always Remy. She talking to her mom last night on the show, and she just says, t- tells her mom, Are you dumb? <laughs> Who really? says, Are you dumb to their mother? My goodness. <laughs> goodness gracious, Remy. <laughs> I love rim. Shout out to rim. Shout out to Pools. I like Meet the Mackies too. I like that show.
2: Now last time I was watching the Yankees game. The Yankees got blown, blown away. Like 16 to 1, bad. But Whoa. you don't watch baseball, but it was no. it was pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad for the for the New York Yankees. But uh they play again tonight. I'm going to the game. I'm taking my pops and my son. 16 you to might one. Be,
5: you might be bad luck.
2: No, I didn't go last night. Oh, okay. I watched it from the crib. I'm gonna go tonight and take my pops. 16 to one? Yeah, 16 to 1.
0: Drop on the clues bombs for the Boston Red Sox. They must be on that old school steroids. Okay, I those know. are old school steroids scores. That can't happen again. Was the one a home run? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Everybody, yeah. everybody knows baseball was better when everybody was on steroids. I would I would have watched that game. That sounded exciting. Sixteen to one. I mean, there was action going. Well, Batten's been been real
2: good this year. What is Batten hitting? Oh. Home runs. Okay. <laughs> Offense has been pretty good this year. Right. So anyway, so Not for the Yankees, I'm going to the game uh, tonight. Usually for the Yankees, but I'm going to the Not
5: night. Last
2: night. CC Sabathia's pitching, so I'm gonna go see CC Sabathia win tonight. Now, uh, this morning, we got from Black Lightning, Cress Williams joining us. Yes, because Black Lightning Season 2 premieres tonight on The CW.
5: Isn't Erica Alexander joining the cast now? I saw that.
0: That'd be interesting, because he used to play Scoot on Living Single, which I didn't know. Yep. It, didn't, it didn't connect with me. It didn't click with me until... Yesterday. I was like, oh, shoot, that is Scooter from Livingston. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So we'll kick it with him in a little bit. And we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee?
5: Well, Donald Trump went Chicago to do stop and frisk policies now. Hmm. Let's okay. We'll talk about
2: that. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night in Monday Night Football, the New Orleans Saints beat the Redskins 43-19. Now, this game is so great because uh, my division sucks. All right, the Eagles suck, the Cowboys suck, the Redskins are halfway decent, and the Giants suck. So we, I got like I'm only one game away from being in second place.
0: Hmm? Well, I ain't watching football. Sure. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. As a Dallas Cowboy fan, I'm you know I'm, I'm standing with Cap.
2: <laughs> now you're standing I'm with, with Cap. Cap. And the Yankees lost last night, sixteen to one. They play tonight. CC's on the mound. All right. What else are we talking about,
5: ye? Well, Donald Trump is urging Chicago to adopt stop and frisk policies. He said, "I have directed the Attorney General's office to immediately go to the great city of Chicago to help straighten out the terrible shooting wave. I'm going to straighten it out and straighten it out fast." He wants the feds to work with the local authorities to try to change the terrible deal. The city of Chicago entered in with ACLU and to strongly consider stop and frisk. He said it works and it was meant for problems like Chicago. It was meant for its stop and frisk.
0: Well, stop and frisk would absolutely increase racial profiling because they would target porn disenfranchised areas, which are heavily populated by black and brown people. Uh, but it has to be some productive way to combat gang crime and gun violence in Chicago. So my question is... Uh, did NYC get safer after the stop and frisk? It actually did permitted? not.
5: No. Now the NYPD did use stop and frisk, and he accredited that to Rudy Giuliani. Uh, a judge did rule that it discriminated against minorities, which it did because you could get stopped as a black person. We're getting stopped so much more frequently than white people, and then a small thing like having a bag of weed on you might end you up in might land you in prison, and then you have to uh, sit there until you can get bail or not. Well, so the city didn't have a record. So the
0: city didn't get safer. They said no. They
5: actually reduced the uh, when they reduced the use of stop-and-frisk, then the crime dropped even more after they mm. stopped doing stop-and-frisk. So.
0: so, I mean, there's no there's no way to see if stop-and-frisk works then. If you tested it on a huge city like New York, the biggest city and in it, America, and it didn't work, why would you implement it that somewhere else? It
5: makes no sense. Crime actually dropped when they stopped using stop-and-frisk. Mm. Alright, now in addition to that, Donald Trump apologized to Brett Kavanaugh during his confirmation. Here's what he had to say.
3: On behalf of our nation, I want to apologize to Brett and the entire Kavanaugh family for the terrible pain and suffering you have been forced to endure. Those who step forward to serve our country deserve a fair evaluation, not a campaign of political and personal destruction based on lies and deception. Our country, a man or a woman, must always be presumed innocent unless and until proven guilty. And with that, I must state, that you, sir, were proven innocent.
0: I saw people mad at that, but I mean if you believe Kavanaugh didn't do it, then he deserves an apology.
5: Well he wasn't proven innocent. They just couldn't prove that he did it. So we just don't know. We don't know if he did it or not. They didn't prove <laughs> that she I mean that, they didn't prove prove that innocent, she was though. lying.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he was in, technically in whatever that court was or whatever. But the, he, he was wasn't in court. Innocent. It
5: was just really a job interview. It wasn't a trial.
2: But they investigated. Yeah, they investigated it. Yeah, so. but
5: people had problems with the FBI investigation because there were a lot of witnesses that could have come forward that they didn't investigate. this is So this whole thing wasn't I, I, a trial I, this, that you're guilty or innocent. Slope. This is this, just yes. basically clearly an they, interview. Well, they
0: clearly investigated in their in their mind. They found out found like he didn't do anything. So if you believe Kavanaugh didn't do it, then he deserves an apology. If you believe he did do it, then you feel like an apology was inappropriate.
5: Right, I can't say that he was proven innocent, though. This wasn't in a court of law where you were proven anything. It's just, you know, we don't know. We'll never really know what happened. Clearly, he
0: was proven innocent in whatever that court was or whatever. It was was. investigated. Yes, it was investigated. It was
2: investigated.
5: All right, and in Flint, here's good news they're getting safe water fountains thanks to Elon Musk. Uh, The Musk Foundation is donating money to install new water fountains with filtration systems at all of the schools. So that's a great thing, a positive thing that happened.
0: Yes, it is. Drop on a clue, for Elon Musk, right after you scare everybody in L.A. again. Why do people keep falling for that? Every time SpaceX launches something, it's some R&B star recording it in the sky saying, what is that? What is that? This happens every few months. It Elon does. Musk is launching rockets from SpaceX every few months, and we fall for the same trick over and over. It's like Kanye's MAGA hat at this point.
2: My goodness. Like, come on. Oh, and I just want to say that that limo that crashed uh, a day ago, that 20 people were killed They said that that car didn't have the right inspection and the driver didn't have the right license to be driving that limo. So, again, rest in peace to anybody who lost anybody in that crash. It's horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. And they're getting more and more details about who owned it and more and more details about the car. It's just very, very crazy. So if you do have to take a limo, they're saying no matter what it is, whether it's prom, whether it's wedding, whether it's going out, do your homework because some of these cars are not even registered. They're not licensed, right? So just definitely do your homework. All right, well, that's front-page news. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a horrible morning. You just need to get some things off your chest. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. <laughs> this is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Okay, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The
2: Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this?
1: Hey, y'all. It's Salem. Good
2: morning. Hey, Salem. Get it off your chest, Salem. mama. Salem. Hey, bro, What's up, babe? Um, I'm, I'm actually
1: very... I'm actually blessed. Like, I have been having been stressing. I've
2: been working on my mind, my body,
1: my soul, and nice. my skin, bro, is immaculate. And I just wanted to say I'm just blessed.
2: All so right, I'm mama. Okay. And so well, you I- guys have a wonderful rest of
4: your day. Enjoy, Enjoy your a day, day too. too. All right, Salem. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is James from Atlanta. How you doing, Envy?
2: James, what's up, brother? Get it off your chest.
4: Man, I'm having a great day. Excited to start work, start this work week. I was off yesterday... Uh, for that dude who stole the country So I'm glad to get to work this week Blessed to have a wonderful wife and wonderful children, man Ready to start this great week That's
0: actually the only thing Christopher Columbus is really good for What's that? The fact that some people got the day off yesterday
4: Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? This is Spike G, 1000 What's oh up, my brother? God. Whenever somebody ends
0: their name with a number, you know it's about to be stupid
4: <laughs> Nah, it
6: ain't about to be stupid But your girl looks stupid with her big ass nugget head
2: See what I'm saying? What girl, what's his, who's this girl? Uh,
6: what's her name? Hassana. his wife, man.
0: My wife's name is not Hassana, yeah, sir. Yeah, who is that? Yes, <laughs> it is Hassana, bro. Because you said it last time on one of your shows. What you talk about?
5: His wife's name is not Hassana.
0: Yes, yeah, you're you know what? you right, right. You're right. You're right. I don't know what you're
6: he right. told y'all. The first name is, but his middle, her middle name is Hassana. That's yes, opinions, oh, okay.
0: opinions, opinions. Uh, yes. Can, uh, can, I, just, you're can
6: right. I tell you why I'm mad? No, go
0: ahead, bro. Goody bad gang. All
6: right, yo, I'm 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 mad right now because. This chick Cardi B is winning and she sound like
0: she um she sound like she got a fur ball on her throat. Oh, stop hey, hating, away, sir. Away, away. You know, you know she we don't no allow Cardi to B to slander. Damn you
2: hating. I can't, hey, I, I can't
0: I can't do it. Cardi Lord. B bond is in two days, too. You know those Atlantic paychecks don't allow us to uh let people call up and slander Cardi B, sir. Hello, who's this?
1: Hi, this is Corvette from Jersey.
2: Hey Corvette Vroom, Vroom. Oh my
1: god, that was corny.
5: That was so corny.
2: You wanna be Missy Elliott so bad. I don't know why.
1: I just wanted to call to tell y'all that I'm very blessed. I'm actually on my morning route for work. And I absolutely love y'all. Charlamagne, I pre ordered your book, too.
0: Thank you, baby. It'll be on October 23rd. Appreciate you. I know.
1: Thank you. I
2: love y'all. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? I don't know. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? This is J Rod, man, from Gary, Indiana, man. What's the up? home
0: of Michael Jackson and Freddie Gibbs. What's up, bro? Get it off hey, your you chest. You
4: already know. Shout to Freddie Gibbs, too, man. And rest in peace, Michael Jackson. Hey, Charlemagne, what's up, man? I just want to give a shout out to you, man. Everybody don't like a hoes, but I'm one that really root for you, dog. You really like, like a hoes? All
5: right.
2: You I, love I, A-holes.
4: I, huh? I
0: appreciate you for loving the yeah, A-holes, brother. I was gonna
3: say something good about
0: this one but f <laughs> all day. Like, That's
2: right. Hey, That's all person. that. man, all right, man well, try to play you. Well, you keep loving them a brother. Get it off <laughs> your chest. 800 585 105 If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go! This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed.
4: Say it with yeah. your chest! We
0: want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
2: So if you got something on your mind, let yeah. yeah.
4: Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? is Chris from Virginia.
2: Chris, what up? Get it off your chest, bro.
4: Hey, man, I just called to say that I'm blessed. I got a promotion on my job, you know. Finally, I've been doing this career for 24 years, and uh, finally made it where I wanted to be, and uh, woke up this morning blessed, and and I'm able to listen to y'all every day, that y'all are okay, your family's okay, so it's a good blessing all the way around.
2: All right. Well, thank you, brother. Thank you. Hello, who's this? This is Mark from Houston, Texas. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Alright, so y'all were talking about earlier about Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I uh-huh. was totally wrong.
0: They they had 40 people that wanted to talk to the FBI, but they only investigated 12 people. And they didn't interview Brett Kavanaugh or Dr. Uh Bradford before. And then he and the way he acted against COVID. And again, this is the same
1: cool. He's supposed to be unbiased. The way he acted, I don't think that's what the
5: court does Right. A lot of people had a problem with the investigation saying it wasn't very thorough at all. They were just trying to rush it through it to get to the confirmation. Nah, it
1: wasn't. That's
0: the thing. Like, I mean, this lady, he said it in the beginning. Like, you know, I don't want to I'm going to be honest with you. I really can't hear you. It's not like you got your phone in a red cup talking through the phone. Oh, uh, yeah. My bad. Hold on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now you want to talk to us in, oh in, in the right tone? Yeah. So, yeah, man, on, on that case,
4: is like, for me, as a male, and if I ever have kids, I can't, I can't have these politicians. My son's looking up to these politicians. They're crooked.
2: They're so crooked. Oh, yeah. My son's not gonna look up to a politician anyway. But thank you for calling. Hello, who's this? this? This is Ricky. Ricky, get it off your chest. The reason why I'm mad, I'm mad at
4: Donald Trump because I think he's full of ish. When it comes to black men, you know what I'm saying, he wanna say they're it, they're guilty. When it came to the Central Park Five, he said they were guilty before they even had a trial. But when it comes to Kavanaugh, oh, he's innocent. Then on top of that, he accused Obama of being not from the United States. So I think he's of ish
5: Oh, we already know he is. I mean,
0: y'all really
2: calling up his state stating obvious this morning. He must have just he must have just felt that. Oh, uh, he must have just got out. Hello? Hello. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Uh, what's up? What's up? I'm coming
4: from Miami, uh, you know, just got nothing bad to get off my chest. It's all about good news, good energy in the morning. You know, blessed to
0: you guys, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, Beauty Danby, doing the great work and all that good stuff. But you know, I'm just going to work. My wife likes the business. You know, Beauty Barlette. So Angela Yee, if you ever want to come to Miami, get beat up. You can always check out Beauty Barlette on Instagram. All right. Got three beautiful kids. You know, life is good. I'm a nurse on the work space
4: of lives with all that good stuff. But, we, need, um,
0: we, we need to translate that for the white people that may be listening. You said that if Angelina ever wants to come to Miami and get beat up, you know, that is slang for getting your face beat, meaning getting your putty, getting your makeup put on. Yeah, there I you guess go. if
5: you don't know exactly, what that means, exactly, it can exactly, sound alarming. Yeah, some of them, some of them do, uh,
4: you know, you know, we, we uh, we watch people on this, uh, on this, uh, on this uh, TV show. So when you get beat up, you know it's always about makeup.
0: But yeah, but I just, I, but you, really. you know, it's, it it's a, lot of, a lot of a lot of slang impaired people out there. The culturally clueless amongst us. I want
4: to get, I got you, so not beat up. But if you ever want your face to get beautified? There you go. There we go. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for calling, brother. Why people like i like, oh my God, the, the guy invited Angela to come to Miami
2: and get beat up, and she gladly accepted. Hello, who's this?
7: Yeah, hello, it's
2: in there. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man.
4: All right. I just want to say, um, first of all, I'm thankful for just waking up this morning and being able to go to work. But also, man, I've been home five years. Um, You know, uh, I'm 32 years old I got locked up when I was younger And, you know, I haven't been in trouble since I started my fitness business Um, I had my ups and downs But I never, you know, I never swayed my way Of going back to the streets And I just wanted, you know, people to hear that You know, no matter how hard it is Or whatever you're going through in life Congratulations, sir Yeah, yeah, thank
0: you, I appreciate that All right, Um, bro right, you have a good one You have a great one,
5: too, sir
2: Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, you, we got rumors on
5: the way? Yes. I mean, since we discussed it, let's talk about Donald Trump some more. Guess who is going to the White House to visit him? Also, congratulations to this star who is going to be having his own late-night TV show.
2: All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Uh, shout out to my homie, D. Paris. Today is his birthday. He turns 42.
5: Well, happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday to him. All right, now let's get to these rumors. Let's talk new late night show.
1: Listen
0: up, it's just in all the gossip, gossip, gossip. the rumor report, gossip with Angela, Angela Yee.
1: It's the rumor report, the, the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club.
5: Well, it looks like we might be seeing Nick Cannon on your TV screens on late night television. He has inked a deal. He's gonna develop a series for Fox. They said it's untitled right now, and it will cover topical subjects like pop culture, commentary, celebrity interviews, music performances, and comedy acts as well. That's dope. Don't sal-
0: salute to Fox for being for not being afraid of Nick Cannon's head raps. Okay. People no. people like safe Nick Cannon. They don't like militant Nick Cannon. When he started talking all that black power stuff. You know, they, they 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 walked away, NBC did. So it's a beautiful thing to see Fox embrace what NBC couldn't handle.
5: Well, yeah, I'm glad I'll definitely be supportive of that. They haven't announced a date for that talk show yet. Now, Kanye West is supposedly going to meet with Donald Trump and Derek Kushner at the White House at some point this week. So uh, we don't know exactly when that's going to happen, but... According to uh, reports, that's going to go down sometime. For what?
0: They just having lunch? Or what the hell's going on?
5: I have no is idea. Is there an agenda did that's going to put on the table? Did he get back on social media yet, or is he still gone? Oh, I don't know. From all his accounts. I think he's off. All right. Yeah, I think he's off. Um, Now, Donald Trump has some issues now with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift posted, and she's never voiced her own political agendas or anything, any support that she's given to anybody. But now I guess she felt the need. She posted on Instagram, I'm writing this post about the upcoming midterm elections on November 6th, in which I'll be voting in the state of Tennessee. In the past, I've been reluctant to publicly voice my political opinions. But due to several events in my life and in the world in the past two years, I feel very differently about that now. And she goes on to support uh, a Democrat. She's voting for two Democrats in that state. And she's also uh, going against the Republican, Marsha Blackburn, who's running for Senate there. Well, Donald Trump didn't like that at all. And here's what he had to say about Taylor Swift.
3: You know, well, Marsha Blackburn is doing a very good job in Tennessee. She's leading now substantially, which she should. I'm sure Taylor Swift has nothing or doesn't know anything about her. And... uh, Let's say that I like Taylor's music about 25 percent less now
1: okay
5: 25 <laughs> so petty. I think that's crazy. So now, be aware, though, if you are are not registered to vote today, in some states, is the last day to be able to register to vote, so make sure you and check on vote.org to see in your state when is the last day, but for 15 different states, yes, today is the last day for you to register, so make sure you go ahead and check that. I
0: wonder what Taylor Swift's political leanings were before this administration. I just assumed she was conservative, which is my fault for profiling, but I just assumed that, so I wonder what her political leanings were before this administration.
5: Well, all we know is that Instagram posts did bring a spike in voter registration, according to org. Yesterday, there were about 51,000 new registrations in the past 24 hours. Wow. And in the state of Tennessee alone, there were uh, about 3,500 new registrations so far. Never underestimate
0: the power of mayonnaise.
5: Yeah, so that's a big deal that people are going to go out and now and register to vote just because of Taylor Swift saying what she has to say and putting that information out there. All right, Jim Jones has announced a new Diplomats album and release date as well. So if you guys are excited, it's going to be the follow-up to the Diplomats 2004 album, Diplomatic Immunity 2. All right, so uh, they actually announced this at the A3C Festival.
2: I seen him shooting a video yesterday too.
5: Yes, it's going to be coming out on Thanksgiving, and it's called Diplomatic Ties. I'm here for that. For mm-hmm. all you guys. So Thanksgiving is on Thursday, November 22nd, and you can look out for I'm, that album. I'm right?
0: always here for anything that I grew up on. I will always support the artist from my era, okay?
5: All right, and Post Malone has gotten his first acting role. He'll be joining Mark Wahlberg in a movie and Winston Duke from Black Panther as well, and it's going to be an adaptation of Robert B. Parker's Wonderland. Uh, and he'll be in that, so we we'll get to see Post Malone on the big screen as well. So I
2: okay. seen him taking some shots with Nas yesterday.
5: Oh, Post Malone!
2: Post Malone and Nas were together. I seen him taking shots. Doesn't
0: yeah. po- Post would have to cover up all his tattoos and everything to really act right? Depends on the character he's playing. playing. Unless he's being super typecasted. Yeah, it depends on the character.
5: Yeah, I have no idea. Biker.
0: Definitely a biker. Biker. Definitely a biker with all those tattoos Mm -hmm. and some leather.
5: Well, congratulations to him. That's Our a great clown. first acting role to be alongside I Mark Wahlberg. I don't think he would play a clown.
0: I think he be Winston a clown. Duke. No, I think,
2: I think Post Malone make a great clown. No.
5: It's going to be a Netflix film also, by the way. Okay. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All
2: right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are uh, talking about, front page news, ye.
5: Well, let's talk about Flint. We'll find out what's happening to, for schools in Flint, thanks to Elon Musk.
2: All right, we'll get to that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
5: Morning everybody It's DJ MV
2: Angela Yee Charlamagne Tha Guy We are The Breakfast Club Let's get in some front page news now, last night, Major League Baseball, the Yankees got blown away by the Boston Red Sox, 16-1. to But don't worry, Game 3 tonight, CC's on the mound. I'm taking my pops and my son tonight, so it should be a lot of fun. The Astros beat the Indians 11-3, and the Dodgers beat the Braves 6-2. Now, in Monday Night Football, the Saints beat the Redskins 43-19, which is great for me because my division sucks. So, the Giants are like, what, 1-4, and, and we're in, and we are in third place. So, that's not bad.
0: Listen, man, uh, you know, Your I'm a Dallas Cowboy to. fan. My team is in that NFC East, but I'm not watching football. You know what I'm saying? I'm now
5: standing, you're
2: not watching football. I'm standing with Cap. hmm All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. hmm What else we talking about, Yee?
5: Uh, Hurricane Michael is taking aim now, so some counties in Florida have been ordered to evacuate. Also, there will be damaging winds across the Florida Panhandle, southern Georgia, and southeast Alabama as Michael is moving inland. So just giving you all the heads up, if you're flying, traveling, make sure you check on all of that as well. Um, Also, in Flint, schools are getting safe water fountains. That's because of a half a million dollar donation from Elon Musk. They are donating money to install new water fountains with filtration systems at all of the schools. Is it crazy that they're still living with these issues in Flint?
0: Absolutely, it's crazy that they're still living with those issues. And it's crazy that Elon Musk keep launching those rockets from SpaceX in Los Angeles. And people keep falling for it every single time. Like every few months is some R&B singer with their camera in the sky talking about what is that in the sky. You should know what's in the sky by now. It's rockets from SpaceX.
5: All right, and (laughs) Donald Trump has apologized to Brett Kavanaugh for sexual misconduct allegations. He apologized during Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation. Here's what he said.
3: On behalf of our nation, I want to apologize to Brett and the entire Kavanaugh family for the terrible pain and suffering you have been forced to endure. Those who step forward to serve our country deserve a fair evaluation. Not a campaign of political and personal destruction based on lies and deception. Our country, a man or a woman, must always be presumed innocent unless and until proven guilty. And with that, I must state that you, sir, were proven innocent.
0: Well, the only problem with that apology is you can't apologize for the whole nation because some people in the nation think Kavanaugh is guilty. Mm. If you believe Kavanaugh didn't do it, then he deserves an apology, okay? If you believe he did do it, then you feel like he doesn't deserve an apology.
5: And a lot of people were upset with that apology just because they said it wasn't anything proven by this because it wasn't a trial. It was basically just an FBI investigation Investigation, that they felt was flawed as well. All right. Well, that is your front page news.
2: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, let's take your calls. 800-585-1051. Yesterday, uh, my wife and I were talking about this. This meme was floating around. right. And the meme is parents. Please stop sending your kids to school with the idea someone hits you, you hit them back. Oh God. You are part of the problem. What's the problem?
0: Let's talk about it. It's, so it's my problem that your child is putting hands on my child, and then when my child defends himself, they part of the problem. Eight hundred. Teaching my child to defend themselves is a problem.
2: Five eight five one zero
0: five. Why do they have self defense classes for kids? Why do kids? Why are kids in karate? Then? Let's talk why about it. Why do kids learn how to box? No, I, I, mean, what's I agree. Point? What's I, the point? I agree. Of, What's the point? Like in karate they teach you not to be the aggressor but if somebody puts their hands on you then you defend yourself See, that's why they teach you these so self-defense. Uh, so
5: let me ask you this if a little girl hits your uh, little boy should he beat her up well we didn't
0: say beat up I'm
5: just asking or should he hit her back or I'm just asking why you
0: always gotta go to the extreme of gender you
5: know we ain't talking about no damn gender no but we're saying you're teaching your kids to hit somebody back if they hit you Do you do not seven, women three? All right, that's what I'm asking. I no. don't have kids. I'm
2: asking a question. Well, I, I, tell, I tell my kids, if somebody hits them, you hit them back. If, if a boy hits you or pushes you, you hit them back. Right? Yes. I do tell them, but I Logan went a little too far when he was a kid, and he would really hit these kids back. And the problem was is when these kids pushed to hit Logan, Logan wouldn't cry. So Logan hit the kid back, the kid cries, and then Logan would get in trouble, and we would always stay in the principal's office. But I had to tell him that... If you if you get hit once, tell a teacher. The second time, defend yourself. Nope. Man. I, I had I to tell him that because no he teacher. would he would always get in trouble. Because like I said, he Logan plays football, rough kid. You hit him, he's not crying.
0: Hey, it's the reason I put my daughter, my ten year old daughter, in Taekwondo early. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, you she, you gonna get a takedown. Right, I'm sorry. And I, and I yeah, tell keep, the same thing with my kids daughter. Kids keep their hands to themselves. How about everybody keep their hands to themselves? But in the event right. that some child does put their hand on my child, my child knows how to defend themselves. And I agree with you. And I don't and see I, the problem.
2: And I really think, and this is going to sound crazy, I really think it reduces bullying. Because now, if you, if you show yes. your kid... If somebody hits you, you hit them back. You defend yourself. I remember teaching my daughter how to snap on the bus, like how to diss people on the bus. If people diss, uh, just, it, it reduced bullying. Like, well, now if somebody needs, hit She
0: needs to come over here for that, that type of advice, okay? Her daddy don't know how to do no snaps. But, but right. you know you know, would turn? Not, to, to tell her to come over here if she needs some advice on how to hurt people's feelings verbally. I'm okay? like, your mama, that's how far I go. Your mama! That's all you got? And, hey, like, your your you mama got.
2: Dri- drive a Toyota. I don't know. I couldn't think wow, of that.
0: Wow, right? classism. Wow, yeah. I wow. I know, geez. that's all I could come with. That's disgusting. That's all I could
2: come with at I time. But anyway, 800 585 1051. Nothing wrong with Toyotas. Parents, please stop sending your kids to school with the idea someone hits you. I don't even want to talk about you. This. hit now, them you back. you me because I grew up in a Corolla. I grew I, up in a Corolla. So I had a Honda and a Toyota too. But yeah, I'm, well, I'm just saying. I had a But obviously it hurt your feelings and that's what it was supposed to do. But 800 585 1051. Someone hits you. You hit them back. You are part of the problem. Do you agree? Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ M V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, uh, this was a conversation in my crib last night. This meme was going around, and the meme went like this. Parents, please stop sending your kids to school with the idea someone hits you, you hit them back. You are part of the problem.
0: See, I, I don't I don't understand this logic. And the reason I don't understand this logic is because that's not how the world works. You know, we're always taught never be the aggressor by words or action. But in the event you are attacked, you should defend yourself. You know what I mean? And, and I, I, my daughter's ten years old. She was taking taekwondo very early on. I put her in taekwondo because I want her to be able to defend herself. You put my hand. You put your hands on my daughter. She knows how to
2: defend herself. Now I did the same thing with my kids. My daughter w- is in taekwondo. My son is in taekwondo. My son even went to boxing, and that was part of the thing. If somebody hits you. You hit them back. And especially because my kids are so small. Like, I have small kids. Logan is, is a small kid. so and, and that's what happened. The only problem with that is when Logan wound up hitting these kids back, these kids would cry because so Logan what? played football. He was rough. He boxed. He, he you know, did karate. So, what? so when these kids hit him, he didn't cry. But as soon as Logan hit the kid, the kid would cry. And all the principal or teachers would see with the kids crying a little more trouble. So I had to change it a little bit and say the first time you get hit, you tell a teacher, second time you defend yourself. Don't
0: make him don't let him marginalize himself, <laughs> suppress his scriff, just cause somebody don't know how to keep their hands to themselves. That's see. what happens in life. In life, you put your hands on somebody, you push somebody, they may punch you. And guess what? That punch may be Mike Tyson level. <laughs> right. And that's your fault. You may get hit by the next Canelo Alvarez and don't even know it. Hey, hey, what
2: what were you taught, you?
5: Um, of course we were taught that somebody hit you to hit them back but also to let the teacher know so that it's not just a situation where you end up fighting all the time. So you got to let the teacher know. He yeah. yeah. That's, that's
2: easier that's easiest said than done. Nah, my dad said the same thing. I, if y'all know Smack from Smack DVD, he does the... the, 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 the hey, you want to tell this goddamn yes. Smack
0: story again? Yes. Smack, this must have been the only fight you've ever been in in his life. No, that's the only one where people would know. Smack, Smack
2: hit me and I hit Smack back every single time. But it, it is what it was. That's what my dad taught me. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Brittany. Hey, Bri, good morning. Hey. What do you think about that statement?
1: Um, I have to disagree. I'm, I have a I have a daughter and a son that's in school, and um, they both know if anybody hits them, you hit them back. And if anybody has a problem
2: with that, I'll fight kids too, you know? You not
5: okay, fight no now. kids. <laughs> that's next level.
2: But I ain't mad at you. Yeah,
1: I'll fight kids too because I don't allow that bullying. I have a son, and I tell him all the time, don't put your hands on no girl But if somebody hits you You hit them back
2: Goddamn right Absolutely And I even tell my son If somebody puts their hands On, on my daughter You gotta defend If You gotta, it gotta I'm defend not your daughter You gotta, gotta defend it. your sister Thank you mama
1: Exactly That's what my son does You welcome no problem
2: Hello who's this
1: Hey, this is Carla from Carla's Kids.
2: Good morning. Uh, what do you think about that statement?
1: Envy, I agree with you. I think if someone is hitting you, you definitely need to hit them back or her back because it will reduce bullying. Yeah, if damn you don't, right. They're going to keep invading your space, and it will continue. It's hard because I'm an educator and I also have two sons, but I definitely think you need to hit them back.
0: Yeah, because at the, thing, the, thing, at the end of the day, when it comes to bullying, bullies only going to keep doing what you allow them to do.
1: Yes, that's exactly right So I just have to say And as far as whether or not it's a girl or boy A girl scratched the skin off my son's face When he was in third grade So I teach my son to not beat them up But you can get them off you (laughs) Without really fighting them But you can't let them invade your personal space You have to hit them back
2: Okay, thank you mama
1: You're welcome you guys, have a great day
2: You too, Grace, good morning (laughs) Hello? Good morning. Good morning. Now, uh, there was a meme going around where somebody said, someone hits you, you hit them back. You are part of the problem, meaning that idea is part of the problem. What do you think?
1: I disagree. I would tell my kids to hit back. No one should be able to be put their hand on your, on your face or anybody. That's right. Absolutely not. I agree. I told my kids, I'm a grandmother now, and I told my grandson the same thing. You don't hit first, but if somebody hits you, you hit them back. All and right. if you come home and you hit them back, then I'm going to hit you.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah my, my, my dad might have told me that once or twice. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand this
0: unrealistic way of thinking. And the one thing I tell my daughter, too, is, man, like, you know, don't worry about the consequences from school. I told don't him the worry same. about what the teacher's going to say to you. Don't worry about what the principal's going to say to you. We got this. Don't worry about that. I tell them the
2: same. You know what I'm saying? You will
0: not get in trouble at home not if at somebody all. puts their hands on you and you defend yourself. Not
2: at all. And we've been to the principal many a times for this. But 800-585-1051. This meme was floating around yesterday, so let's talk about it. Parents. Please stop sending your kids to school with the idea. Someone hits you, you hit them back. You are a part of the problem. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hi everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. If you just joined us, this conversation comes from a meme that was floating around yesterday. What's now, the meme, man? Now, parents. Please stop sending your kids to school with the idea someone hits you, you hit them back. You are a part of the
0: problem. So they want your kids to grow up to be punks. They want your kids to grow up to be suckers who don't
2: know how to defend themselves. Now, I'm going to be honest, right? Growing up in Queens, it was more, of course, minorities, right? More black, more Spanish, more Latinos, Caribbean. And that was the mentality. Someone hits you, you hit them back. And if, if you don't hit back, when you get home, you you're fighting your pops. That's that's what it was. Yeah. When I moved over out to Jersey, white people think a little differently. Yeah, I'm but- not gonna lie, like they, they tell first. They somebody hit you, go tell a teacher. Which which I don't necessarily agree with. I think that kind of starts bullying.
0: I think they they put that into the black kids head in these rich white areas because they want us to be goddamn you know marginalized and oppressed all the mother effing time. They want us to feel like victims all the time. If the white man hits you, you don't hit him back. All right. So I don't got I don't see I color. That I don't now. see color when I it comes to that. that. I wasn't going that right? far. I don't see color when it Jeez. comes to defending yourself. If somebody puts their hands on you, regardless of race, you have every right to defend yourself.
5: Now, do you tell your kids to tell the teacher also?
0: Yeah, um, after you punched him in their mouth, then you go tell the teacher, he hit me, so I hit him back. Yes,
2: I mean, they have to they have to hit first because they can't go tell the teacher, then hit, then it looks like he, you know, planned it. But, um, yeah, I tell them to tell the teacher, but I, now, you know, I tell them, if somebody hits you, the first time you let it go, the second time you hit back. That's and, what I tell the older kids. By, no, kids man, and by the way,
0: if you get hit, if a, if a kid hits you, and then your first inclination is to go and tell the teacher, you fooled! You fool for the rest
2: of your school career until you nah. until you bust somebody head in the hallway. See the see the problem with me was was Logan a kid had hit him? The kid wouldn't cry. Logan plays football, so he doesn't cry. So he's gonna hit the kid back. Boop. The you kid cries. You got right. And now he, Logan's in the principal's office because the kid's crying
0: on the. That's floor. what them little white kids in your rich town get for hitting on a Dominican. All right, <laughs> that not, little Dominican boy can fight.
2: He's not Dominican. All right. <laughs> okay. You know what? You know what? Forget you. Hello, who's this?
7: It's Jeff from Jersey?
2: Jeff, what do you think, Jeff?
7: Uh, I said the same thing like you say, Envy. Uh, tell the teacher the first time, the second time, hit him back. See, ain't nobody
2: telling no teacher. Ain't nobody got time for that See, when you get punched in the face. I only did that because Logan would always get in trouble. And because, and this is going to sound crazy... In one of the few black kids in the school, we were always in the principal's office. So I said, "Just chill out, float let, let him hit you first. And he does it again, knock his ass out. That's why I did that. But for the for the younger ones, it's the same thing. Somebody and, hit you, hit him back.
0: And the teacher ain't gonna do nothing. The teacher gonna treat that situation like she a cop. She don't feel like doing all that paperwork. All she gonna do is tell the boy, from, tell the boy, stop I hitting on from, it. Stop hitting people. Then what? I grew
4: what? up in Jamaica. I grew up in Jamaica, and that's how I was raised. Somebody lick you, you lick them back. So I moved to America. I had kids. I tell my kids the same thing. Except in a different dialect.
0: I don't know. Don't be telling these kids to lick each other in school. Now, that can go either way <laughs> nowadays.
2: I, all hello, this, who's all this? this? fluidity going on. Trina. Hey, Trina. What, what do you think about the meme that was floating around yesterday?
1: I disagree with it because when my kids were smaller, I used to tell them if somebody hit them or do something to them, tell the teacher first. If she doesn't do anything, then you go ahead and defend yourself. Now, once they got older, I'm like, if somebody hits you, hit them back because sometimes, like you said, it's bullying, and they need to stand up for themselves. If you stand up to a bully, they'll quit typically.
0: Hey, this telling the teacher first business is whack.
1: <laughs> All right. it, no, but I did that when Charlamagne. I did that when they were really, really small, like because I didn't want them fighting because I got a son that's like how Envy said his son was. He was. He's in football, and he's very aggressive. He even had a fight with one of the teacher's kids one time. So I, don't, I didn't want him to be in there doing that. But now it's like, since they're older, I'm like, well, if they hit you, you hit them back. Yep. Don't let nobody touch you. They ain't got no business being that close to your space in your space. So if they hit you, hit them back, and that's just that. And I don't. I, of course, they're high school is now, so I don't want them to get locked up. But mm-hmm. what you gonna
2: do? I tell and I told the older one, you gotta defend your sisters, bro. I'm like, if I'm not there, if something pop off, you defend your sisters. You got you gotta make sure you defend and make sure that that's they're right. safe.
0: When you the, when you the exactly. eldest Dominican I, around to hold down the rest of the family, man. You gotta we gotta hold Dominican. it down. We not Dominican man. You can't All prove right. it. What's the moral of the story, man? The moral of the story is never be the aggressive by word or action, but in the event you are attacked, defend
2: yourself. Simple as that, kids. It ain't that hard. It ain't that serious. It's not like you looking for a fight. I really think that will, you know, limit bullying because bullies will not get off. If you get punched in the face one time, you don't want to bully that. That's anymore. a fact because a bully is only going to keep doing what you allow him to do. Simple as that. And I just, I always think about the time where, where Charlemagne was bullying the Down Syndrome kid. And then the down. He Darlison, did
0: not have downstanding. What
2: did he have? He was a slow kid. Charlemagne was bullying a slow kid.
0: And I wasn't and bullying him, I was teasing him. <laughs> it's the same thing. It was and, jokes. And why did you stop? Because he put me in a chokehold that 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 I felt like it was almost over. There would be no Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club. See? I saw, I saw, I saw my brief 16-year-old, 17-year-old life flash before my eyes in that moment. Well,
2: thank God All the right? slow child did that, and That's gonna that calmed your ass down, right? Not really, but you know. <laughs> but you left them alone.
0: I knew to leave slow kids alone. <laughs> Anybody see, else could get it, see, all right. But you know that what? slow kids crimp different.
2: You know what? Yeah, we got rumors on the way.
5: Yes, we'll be talking about Kevin Hart. He was running the Chicago Marathon and find out what he witnessed on his run.
2: All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is the Rumor Report with
0: Angela Yee Rumor has it. Rumor has it. on the Breakfast Club. So
1: listen
2: up. Nah, nah, nah.
3: Nah.
5: So Kevin Hart was competing in the Chicago Marathon, and things got very real. Now, he said he wasn't too happy with his time. Check it out.
2: Marathon number two complete, man. I didn't get the time I wanted, but the weather was on my ass. It rained for the first 16 miles, but it didn't stop me. I ran 21 miles straight, broke down at mile 22. Felt like somebody was on the roof with a little thing called a cramp gun. Shot me in my ass, Uh, feet froze up, saw two older women. sh on themselves true story uh one of them just it just came down the back of a leg the other stopped in the grass and moved to shorts that me up uh but i made it i ran with a purpose today i'm about to send more kids to college i'm gonna double up on what i did
5: yes you know guys runner's diarrhea is real
2: yep You talk about it all the time.
5: Yeah, so it, when when you run a marathon, it happens all the time. You can look it up online and see pictures of people actually winning the marathon. So doodoo just
2: comes, just just trips out your
5: their butt. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: that's crazy. Why wouldn't you poop beforehand though? If you know that's gonna happen.
5: It, when you run twenty six miles, it kind of like breaks down your insides while you're running, and that's why mm. it happens. It's just a um, scientifically is what can happen to you. I don't so. even
0: think human beings can do that. You can't just poop and keep moving. <laughs>
5: Yes, you can. (laughs) Yes, they have. When you're trying to win a marathon, you can. (laughs) Ain't that
0: serious, man. Mm
5: -mm. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think you can control that from happening. Like, you don't anticipate that. I'm sure everybody tries to go beforehand, but imagine running 26 miles. That's a long time.
0: How the hell Kevin Hart got time to run marathons?
5: Uh, He's training.
0: I'm telling you, man, talent, I mean, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. You can say whatever you want about Kevin Hart. You can say he's not funny, but he will outwork your ass all day long. And he's funny. I think he's funny. Mm. But I'm All right biased. now,
5: Bill Cosby I'm on his payroll now too, parents, allegedly.
0: Jr. Yeah.
5: According to Radar Online, Bill Cosby in jail had some issues. He was trying to tell some jokes in prison and somebody <laughs> slapped him across the face with a chicken patty.
2: So wait a minute. The first time, he allegedly got slapped in the face with a hot dog.
5: Well, no, he did not get slapped. They said somebody threw a hot dog.
2: Oh, hit him in the face with a hot dog. And then this time a chicken patty? Ain't none of this stuff true, man. Oh, man. It, I mean it, was it sounds like a hot good.
5: dog bun the first time is what they're saying, Mm-mm. allegedly. Now they're saying that he cracked this joke and the inmate was mad enough to take his chicken out <laughs> of the bun and plunge it at him. Oh. It mean, is
0: true. I don't believe any of this. Who told you this? What's, what's the source? Like Radar the source. Online. I don't believe
5: that. As I said. All right. Jermaine Dupree has postponed the launch of his tour. Damn. He said to all my fans, I know what I'm about to say is going to create a very, very big fire, but due to my schedule and creative changes, I don't feel comfortable starting this tour on the 14th. I honestly believe I need another week to get this to where I want it to be.
0: Got to seal the deal with Bow Wow. Can't hit the road without Shaddy Moss. Now, Bass said he's back in.
5: (laughs) Yeah, he's back in, he's out, he's in, who knows?
0: Must be Bone Crusher then. Bone Crusher must be holding it up with contract negotiations.
5: All right, Vic Mensa, we told you about this earlier about DJ Scheme upset. About what Vic Mensa said during his uh, freestyle cipher at the BET Hip Hop Awards about XXXTentacion. Now DJ Scheme had tweeted out, "Yo, bro, how are you gonna say your favorite rapper is an abuser?" and then follow it with a line saying, "Some ish, X, some ish, so I won't live long." You can deny it, but everyone who was there heard that ish. Well, Vic Mensa went on Instagram to actually. Uh, I guess, try to give more clarity to what it was he was trying to do. Here's what he said.
4: Recently, I did a freestyle for the BT Awards cypher, addressing and condemning rappers who unabashedly abuse women and those who stand up for them and even call them legends. I stand behind those statements. It was pre-recorded weeks ago, and I had no idea a grieving mother would be in the audience to honor her lost son. I never intended to disrespect her, and to offer my deepest condolences for her loss at the hands of gun violence. However, I vehemently reject the trend in hip-hop of championing abusers, and I will not hold my tongue about it.
0: I agree with the overall message, you know what I'm saying? Yes, we should de- denounce abusers and, you know, people who commit violence against women. But, Vic, you have to address your own BS first, though. Because Vic Minsa admitted in a song that he choked out his girl. Mm-hmm. Here on The Breakfast Club, actually. Yes, he did. Boy, I
4: mean, he said it in a song, but we talked about it here on The Breakfast Club. I don't know. I'm what? talking about between me and her, how, how far it went. Yeah, I mean, I was just He like... choked her out in the song. But that's that's the beginning of the story. Okay. That's That's... Right. that's, that's that's when you realize that, this and is going... I, I mean, that's when I realized that, wow, but that was like maybe two years or something before we broke up. So in my album, I deal with a lot more of just like some crazy... You got to admit your own BS first. You got to put yourself
5: in that mix too, right? Yeah, I would think so. And mm-hmm. he did apologize for the fact that XXXTentacion's mother was in the audience. So that's a poor timing on right. his part. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
2: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne? Yes. Who are you giving that
0: donkey to? Oh, man, you know, uh, I suffer from parental paranoia Mm because I am a father of three, um, and I think that we should have some rational anxiety when it comes to being a parent, but this story right here is why I have that rational anxiety, and we'll talk about it for after the
2: hour. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: That donkey today for Tuesday, October 9th goes to a Long Island man named Russell Cohen. Uh, You know As a father of three beautiful girls, I suffer from the rational anxiety that I think comes with being a parent. I call it parental paranoia. Now, anyone who suffers from anxiety knows how irrational those fears and insecurities that come from suffering from anxiety can be. But being a parent, it's a lot of rational anxiety that comes with that. I call it rational anxiety because I know exactly why I'm anxious when it comes to my kids because they're my kids. Okay, and I want them to be safe at all times. And one of the main ways to ensure safety in America nowadays is to avoid crazy at all costs. Okay, crazy places, crazy situations, and most importantly, crazy people. But that is almost impossible nowadays because you just don't know who's crazy anymore. Okay, all the safe spaces that used to exist in this society, all the people we used to could count on to not be crazy are sometimes the craziest. For example, the church, not safe. Okay, crazy people come in there. Remember that bastard Dylan Roof, all right? Police, some of them are crazy, and they think we crazy, so they scared, and that combination of scared and crazy with a gun leads to problems a lot of the time. Okay, Walmart, the holy grounds of Walmart. Used to be a safe space, but now it's no shortage of crazy in there. Someone may try to buy your kid for $200,000. And schools, oh, the institution that we have to send our kids to for eight hours a day, uh, I already have the anxiety of, potential school shootings, but the most anxiety comes from having to entrust our kids' safety to a bunch of adults that we hope we can count on, okay, a bunch of adults that we hope aren't crazy, but Lord have mercy, Jesus Christ, we know that's not the case. And that brings me to Russell Cohen, who is a 58-year-old driving instructor. Now, he's not a teacher per se, but he's an instructor at Suffolk's Auto Driving School, and on Saturday morning, he was driving and instructing three teens, if this happens, let's go to CBS 2 New York for the report, please. A mom
3: and daughter are telling an incredible story about a driving instructor teaching Lila Mabanta over the weekend how to drive when the kids in the car, including
5: Lila, realized that the driver, something was terribly wrong. You thought he was drunk, Lila, right? Oh, yeah. Or high? He
1: was overly complimenting us, and he was acting really
5: weird. You say that he was, he was driving erratically, actually hitting curbs? Yeah, he
1: hit a curb twice. And- we told him to take us to McDonald's as soon as he hit the curb so that we could get out as soon as
3: possible. And then you got out of that car and you called 911. Yeah. And Suffolk police have arrested Russell Cohn, 58 years old, a driving school instructor. That driving school was contracted with Suffolk Community College, which says that they are reviewing their policies and their contract with the Suffolk County Driving School.
0: <sighs> Russell Cohen, you have one job, okay? And that's teach kids how to drive. The two most basic rules when it comes to driving is what? What's one of the most basic rules when it comes to driving, Envy? Always pay attention. Man, shut up. It, <laughs> Angelique. what's one of the most basic rules when it comes to driving?
5: Uh, keep your hands on the steering wheel.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, yes! Those are basic, though. Y'all are right. <laughs> but other than that, the two most basic rules when it comes to driving is wear a seatbelt and don't drink and drive. Okay, like those are the basics. All right. I don't know. All right. If you're trying to teach kids what not to do behind the wheel, those are the <laughs> basics, all right? These kids had to convince this guy to pull into a McDonald's. That's how I know he was drunk, because don't nothing soak up liquor like McDonald's, all right? They had to promise this man a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle just so they could get to a location to escape. Now, Russell was arrested on aggravated DWI and endangering the welfare of children, and the only lesson he taught these kids was one they should already know, and that's highways can be dieways. The choice is yours. All right? Don't drink and drive, please. Give Russell Cohen the sweet sounds of the Hamilton.
6: Oh, now you are the
1: donkey Mm. of the day. Mm -hmm. You are the donkey of the day.
2: All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, Charlemagne mm-hmm. and Angela Yee. Yes. Seatbelt first, then pay attention, then put your hands on the wheel. Well,
5: those are all basics.
2: Yeah, all basics, right? All right. Now, when we come back from Black Lightning... We have Cress Williams joining us. So we'll kick it with him when we come back. I know you guys love Black Lightning. Yeah,
0: Black Lightning actually
2: premieres tonight. Season 2 premieres tonight on The CW. That's right. So don't go anywhere. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Actor, singer, Cress Williams. Welcome, hey, sir. Hey, what's
0: up? How's it going? Oh, good, man. Oh good. How's I was the record the show. He almost went into superhero mode because you was coughing and your your throat was like you was choking up a little. And he was like... Are you okay? Are you okay?
1: Are you
6: okay? <laughs> let, me help. let me help the situation. Yeah, yeah,
0: let me just electrocute you real quick.
6: <laughs> Get it out. How are you this morning, my brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good. I'm perpetually tired. That's just my state.
0: Oh, because you're always working? Always working.
6: Oh, man. I-, I think that's a good feeling, though. It is. I mean, it just is. Between being a family man and working. How many kids you got? Three. Oh, man. Yeah. All girls, boys? I got a 13-year-old girl. I got, I- I'm a little uh, all over the place. I got a 13-year-old girl. I got a two-and-a-half-year-old boy and a. Four month
2: old girl. Are oh, you starting oh, over? I, I did. I did. It keeps you young, but you you're tired. But it keeps you young. Yes. I I, I got five. I got a, a, a sixteen, a fourteen, a five four, and a two. Oh my god!
6: Make, I'm
0: hurt. <sighs> I'm like I'm scared.
2: Yeah, I'm with yeah, you. I'm I got I'm the
6: trifecta.
0: You got three, three girls. Yeah, I'm done. Ooh, ten year old, three old, and uh, man, yeah, a two oh, week old. Man, yeah, oh man, that yeah, was a hole in the past life, sir. That's. <laughs> Yes. Wait, till, they, wait till you get to the teenage years with no, girls. I'm not in no rush. It's, oh, <laughs> I'm
6: not in no rush, oh, buddy. Oh, you're going to be going through it, man.
2: Now, let's talk about you as a superhero. Yeah, yeah. Were you always into comics as a kid?
6: I was into cartoons and stuff because I, I couldn't afford comics. <laughs> I couldn't afford anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was always into cartoons and superheroes, yeah.
0: Did you know anything about the Black Lightning backstory? I
6: mm-hmm. didn't. Um, I didn't. I was I was familiar with, like, Jon Stewart, Green Lantern. Yes. And, and uh, that was really at the top of my list. But then um, once I, I read the script, and then I started getting into the comics, um, it was it's so topical. Even mm-hmm. the comics in the seventies—you read some of the seventies comics that they, they could be written today about mm-hmm. problems today.
2: Were people testing you after the first episode? Like, because comic heads are serious about right? ish.
6: Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, issue thirty-five. Uh, you were wearing about. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. No, they're crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, that's why I was like, I'm going to read all of this because I know they're going to test me, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I wasn't familiar with Black Lightning, and I'm a comic
0: head. I'm a Marvel guy, though. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So I wasn't familiar with Black Lightning.
6: Yeah, it's a cool, I mean, you should pick it up, man, Mm -hmm. especially starting from the 70s. It's a cool, cool comic. When I think about it, I'm more of a D.C. guy anyway because Superman was always my man.
0: Trash. Yeah, yeah, what? Trash. What? He's so powerful. Superman is white supremacy in the <laughs> flesh. That's oh, what my they want goodness. you to think white supremacy is. That's what the S stands for.
6: Oh, who I, I was <laughs> That's what it stands for. <laughs> Somebody brought it up yesterday, man. I was like, you like, what's they like? What's Batman's superpower? White privilege? That's, and I'm it. Like, that's what it is.
0: That's, like, it. that's what it is. Man, a rich white man, a rich yes. entitled white man. He's Donald Trump. If yeah. Donald Trump had a heart, yes. <laughs> my goodness. Now, you know, you wanted to be an actor your whole life, right?
6: My whole life. I mean, ever since I was a little kid. You went to Theta. I did. I went. I, I, it was kind of like I, I was the first person in my family to go to college. And so I was like, I really wanted to do that and be the first and complete it. And then I was like, and I knew I wanted to be an actor, so I was like, I'll go this
2: route. Now explain your background for people that don't know. You were born in Germany.
6: I was born in Germany. My father was he was drafted uh, Vietnam, and thankfully he Minitermen. didn't have to go to Vietnam. Okay. Uh, he wound up being stationed in in uh, Germany in Heidelberg. And then uh, as the story goes, he called my mom and said, "Come to Germany. I want to make a baby." And <laughs> so that's
2: what happened. So you're born in Germany, then you moved to Chicago. Moved to
6: Chicago. That's where my family's originally from. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my parents split up. And I moved to LA with my mother when I was
0: three. Now, was your mom and dad married when he told her to come to Germany? Yes.
6: Yeah, they were married. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, you back know, then. You, just don't call oh, somebody, you can't, do that. Yeah, you can't like, do that. You can't do that. booty
0: call. So, you were conceived in Germany? I was, yeah. Did you ever live there? Or just... No, because
6: as soon as I was born, we came right back. I, I got to gotcha. get there. I've never been there. So they got dual been. citizenship, though, right? I, that's what they say. And I might, you know, need to, if things keep going the way they're going, I'm going to Germany. Yeah. How poor were y'all? I mean, especially with my... Poor, poor. <laughs> like Poe. Like Poe. 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 Yeah. Wow. Like Poe. Can't even afford the OR. Yes. Yeah, Poe, yeah, Poe, yeah, 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 po. yeah. but my, I mean, and my mother, she held it down, you know. I always say television was my babysitter. And I feel like I was meant to be an actor because she was like, hey, when you were a baby, if you cried, all we'd do was turn on television and you were like transfixed. Mm. So I think I was meant to do it. So how'd you afford to go to college? Uh, scholarships and grants and loans. I paid all that stuff off. Yes,
0: Okay. Yes. I no salary. All. all right. I paid okay. it all. What kind of scholarships? You're kind of tall. You know. No, no, wasn't st- that? It wasn't. It was that. You. It
6: was. A, well, mainly, it, it wasn't until I got to like UCLA they gave me some grant money got and, and some like acting like like kind of scholarships. But for the most part, first of all, I started at junior college, and back then it was like fifty dollars to go to college. You Good
2: said boy. back
6: then fifty dollars. Yeah, junior college was fifty dollars.
2: Where? Like a, yeah, fifty dollars. Like, fifty dollars
6: a semester.
0: <laughs> and they're bragging about student loans and you only owe the $250. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
6: Pay it Pay it
2: off.
0: It was only $200, man. By the time I was at
6: UCLA for like two years, and I racked up in two years, I racked up like $12,000, Wow.
2: So was your dad in your life growing up or?
6: Not really. i mean, be honest. Like, I would see him occasionally, because he was still in Chicago, and so I would take some summers and I'd, I'd go out and, and see him, and we had this kind of not really involved relationship for most of my life, but then, um... I really reached out to him like probably a year before he passed and just a couple years before he passed and just said, "Look, man, this is not cool." And thankfully he like he he uh it took him about a year to do it, but he he stepped up and and called me out of the blue and we just uh, over the phone we had this just hash and everything out. He took like responsibility for not being there and it just it lifted everything, right?
0: Cuz we just had this cathartic moment. And then from that point on, he was he was my dog. I know that feeling. I had I got that this summer Cause I had some issues with my father, basically about you know when he divorced my mom yeah. and you know moved on with another family. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, like the I, same story. And yeah. I, I mean, he was always there for me, but I had that conversation with him this summer. Like I, I that was always on my my heart and my my mind. Like mm-hmm. you know, I had I felt the way about that. Yeah, so I understand that lifting feeling. You probably yeah,
6: had. you know, I mean, because it was always there. And I guess when I was growing up, I just didn't want to just bring it up. Like, yo, how come you ain't calling me? And then finally, you, I guess, you reach a certain point of adulthood where, for me, it was just kind of like, okay, either I got to say this and this relationship's got to change, or I'm cool with it just keeping it moving and not have a relationship. So I had to get to that place, and I just kind of put it all out there. And it took him a while, but he came, he stepped up. The
0: crazy thing is, no matter how old you get, you still had that fear of your father. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you still, you, like, you want to have a conversation, but you just, it's not as easy as just picking up the phone, like, hey, man, pop, what's up? You want to be it, but you can't. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. I mean, you just almost got to get to the point where your back's against the wall, and he just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, thankfully, we, we did it.
0: When did you make the transition from the theater to,
6: like, TV? It was this weird, smooth transition. It was right into college, man. I, 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 about, I had like two quarters left of school and I was, I was trying to figure out actually how I was going to pay for it. I went through my first year at UCLA, and like I said, they gave me some award money, and I and I, I spent all of it over the summer and didn't work a job. Mm-hmm. So the next quarter was about to start, and I was like, I didn't have enough money. I'm like, I only got two quarters left, and I may not even finish. And um, this connection that I had, like they called me out of the blue and said, hey, you got an audition. Come pick up this stuff tomorrow. It, it wound up being this reoccurring on uh, Beverly Hills 90210, mm-hmm. and then they got me the job. They got me an agent. The very next audition that my agent actually sent me out on was Living Single, and then I got that job. You was on Living Single? Yeah, man. That was what? Scooter.
0: Khadijah's wow. boyfriend. You remember that? I do remember that guy. <laughs> Wow. Wow, you have been around, bro. I've been around. You been doing it for a while. I've yeah. been wow. doing it, yeah. Yeah, 90, 93,
6: 94. What was your first gig? That was, that was, was that Beverly Hills and Beverly Hills Nine Hundred and Ten One Zero, and they the, went up airing around the same time, so they were technically like. He was all so that had to be there. I don't time. remember. Now I used yeah. to watch
0: 90210 so for this real, was Tori Spelling? I did not. Yeah. This was Tory Spelling, Brian Austin Gray. Yeah, yeah, like, this yeah. This it was the cast. college years, yeah. Okay. When they, once I got to college. I don't remember you on
6: that I one. was uh, uh, Deshaun Hardell. I was like this college basketball player, and Brandon was supposed to tutor me, and I just was like, no, man, just, just take my Stereotypes.
2: You was the basketball player that needed help in education.
6: It was stereotype. Matter of fact, not even that. Like, I, I, it was a, a stereotype where I wanted, he was supposed to tutor me, and I was just like, man, just go take my test for me. Oh, so you was a super black jock.
2: He was a super black jock. Right? All right, we got more with Cress Williams from Black Lightning. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are the Breakfast Club. We have Cress Williams from Black Lightning in the building. Charlamagne? So how'd the role of Black Lightning happen?
6: I, you know, I saw that they were auditioning, and I wanted, uh, you know, it's been a top of my list to play a superhero. Mm-hmm. And uh, thankfully, really? yeah, I just like, because... I would have never thunk it,
2: because as a kid, we didn't see it. Well, we, we didn't see it. My <laughs> I I like thunk. I've
0: I've never heard you use that word in my life. We got a Thesbian in the room, and all of a sudden you want to say words like thunk? I'm a Thesbian as well. You can say thunk it. Thunk Thunk it. it,
6: Thunk thunk it. it. Yes, I've never thunk it. What, what? Yes, yes. Um, No, I mean, it's just, you know, like I said, I grew up watching these things, and they start making movies and television. The technology is now where you could see, like, the special effects. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, I want to do this. And um, I auditioned for Luke Cage way back in the day. Didn't get it. To play Luke? Yeah, yeah. I don't see you as a Luke Cage. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it at the time, but now I'm happy that that didn't happen. Yeah. Because I, I'd rather play Black Lightning. But yeah, I got the audition, and I just, it actually happened pretty easy. Like, mm-hmm. from what I was told, they like they were always thinking of me. Why do you think it's such a hunger for black superheroes, now? There's a hunger to, for diversity, and I think it's, honestly, it's because of the duel we got in the White House. I think everybody, like, and things that are going on in the world, I always look at it like... We thought I, I always kind of liken it to roaches, mm-hmm. and we thought you know prior to this we thought that we had like squashed a lot of roaches, mm-hmm. and then with him coming in and, and it kind of turned on the lights and we looked around and we're and like roaches Whoa, everywhere. Whoa, we got a lot more roaches than we yeah. thought, and so I think that made artists rise up and want to like you know swing the pendulum the other way and wait we, till so we're getting a lot more diversity. You know, it's funny you
0: say that because I was thinking about this this weekend. We have to make sure that we're not reacting to them the way they reacted to Obama. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, like, like there was a lot of irrational... I'm not going to say irrational, but there was a lot of... The way we're acting towards Trump is the way their side was acting towards Obama. Right. Well, yeah. And I, well, I think it's always got to be rooted in in
6: action. You know what I mean? And and uh, I don't like getting back and forth with the name calling and, and uh, or just the generalization of, like, Republican-Democrat. Mm-hmm. It can't be that, like bad evil racist people are only republicans like it's it's on both sides I mean, the 94 you know? crime bill came from democrats right you yo, gotta call yo, it you yo got got gotta call it president
0: it. as they like to say Okay. Mr Clinton. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, right.
6: right i think we just gotta call action to action so you see something that's wrong i don't care if you're a democrat i don't care if you're a republican wrong is wrong i mean trump his actions are very clear now how is that being a father because you got three kids and, and how are you raising the kids <sighs> I mean, I'm just trying to make them, you know, the best people they can possibly be. Like, it doesn't necessarily change how I raise them, but it just, it does change. Like, I, I don't know. I have these thoughts, you know, in the car. We're looking at the way the world is. And I'm like, was it responsible that I'm bringing kids into the, into this right mm-hmm. now? Because I, I mean, my wife and I, we have this little phrase at times. You just see something that's happening. And I'm just like, you know what? I, I want to get off. Can we stop the train? Because I want to get off. I want to get off the stop. Yeah, I yeah, want to yeah, get off yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I want to, uh, you know, like, I just want out uh, all this. Are
0: your kids biracial? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got a white wife. Yeah. Italian. Italian. Yes. Got Italian. Italian. How was how that going into an,
2: an Italian home at first?
6: It was
0: scary. Uh, right. It was scary. I mean, I'm mean, gonna be honest.
6: You I mean, you think
2: you think mob all day. That's what you thought all day. Oh, I just thought like
6: I mean, it, I know she had a big Italian family. I'm like, okay, one of y'all got to be racist. Like one of y'all. Gotta be like, <laughs> like,
2: like I would you,
6: look, look. It's just fewer numbers. Fewer <laughs> numbers. F- one of y'all got to hate me. One of y'all. You know, even just meeting their parents. I mean, I think it's just like I grew up primarily in California and Southern California. And I just I'm always cautious. So the minute I leave my neighborhood, I'm expecting trouble. Right. I was scared. I was worried. And thankfully, they like
2: they got they squashed all that. Like I mean, my in-laws are amazing. How is your family? Because I know that, you know. Back in those days, you know, mama only wanted to see a black woman with a a black man. So how was your mama when you brought brought her
6: home? My mom was cool, but I mean, I got it. I guess I got it from her. My mother, like growing up watching, you know, like I said, my mother, my parents divorced when I was a baby. So I don't have memories of them being married. So my mother was single. She never remarried, but she was dating. And my mother dated everyone. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I grew up watching like all all races coming through the
0: house. You know, if she's mad, it's on her. As a black superhero, are, are you aware that white women are a black man's kryptonite? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I am aware of that. Yes. Okay. yes. All right. <laughs> so, so what is Black Lightning and the
6: characters? in it mean to you? Just like black excellence, man. I mean, the, the thing that I'm struck with and I'm really proud of is that. Uh, Jefferson Pierce, you know, the alter ego is like he's a heroic person, even if he doesn't have powers. Him and his wife are divorced, but he has custody of his daughters. He's raising his daughters. He's a principal and a teacher, uh, like community leader. So it's like all these things. And I don't, I still haven't really come up with a, any other superhero, black or otherwise, whose alter ego is that heroic without powers.
0: Um Black Panther cuz the child oh, yeah, when well, he's a king yeah, that's true yeah, yeah, that's true yeah, yeah, that yeah. is heroic yeah, yeah
6: yeah I mean but most of the time like you know you said garbage the superman I mean he was just a reporter there's nothing yeah, like yeah, heroic yeah. about that you know batman is just a rich playboy stupidest
0: like, in
3: the
6: world you know, what I mean? you know you
0: know what i hate about superman now that you say about it more oh, oh you now we always say white people they always say black people look alike yeah yeah white people look so much alike that superman could just throw some glasses on <laughs> And that is
6: off the ego. I didn't even think about
2: that, yo. I mean, y- y'all know this is not real. Like it's, it's fake. If people write it, it's like real. Like y'all act like it's real. Like not. Nah. Yeah, but I see in,
6: in, in issue thirty-five.
0: In issue thirty-five. <laughs> Why is it important to have like black superheroes in this political climate, especially with the messages that are in Black Lightning?
6: When I first thing I got when I got the role, I almost went back to being a kid because the first thing I thought of was of myself as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, if this show was being on. Was going to be on. I would circle the calendar. I would be like so mm-hmm. hyped that this show was on. And, you know, we never had, I remember uh, Salim, the creator of the show, he was talking about he was a Batman fan growing up as a kid, but, like, when he went off to get the Halloween costume, he's like, the Batman mask had, like, a mask, but, like, then the face was white. White, yeah. And he just had to just, and he would talk about, like, putting gloves on to cover his skin so he could, like, play this hero. Well, that alone is, is ridiculous, that we didn't have a superhero that we could, like, emulate. For now, for our kids, like, to have a black superhero, not just one, but, like, multiple black superheroes. Yeah. On Black Lightning, you know, my daughters are also superheroes, so it's like we have black female superheroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to be, like, our kids, this is going to be their normal. They're, they're going to, you know, I took my daughter, she, I'm playing Black Black Lightning, we went to go see Black Panther, and I'm sitting right next to her and seeing all these, these black women who are just, like, the foundation of the film. Weeks later, I take her to go see A Wrinkle in Time, mm-hmm. and the girl and her are, like, so much alike. And it's like, this is going to be their normal. And what is that going to do for their self esteem, for their confidence?
0: Absolutely. Just their identity moving forward that we didn't have. We had to overcome that. We need more of that, though. We need more family friendly oh, yeah. films like that, though. Because yeah. what you said makes a lot of sense. I remember I took my daughter to see Black Panther, and then I went to the Wrinkle in Time premiere in LA. Yeah. So it's like she saw those back to back representations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that night she met Oprah and Ava DuVernay. So that's a whole
2: other level of superhero representation. There you go. Representation. Level. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, man. man thanks for having Chris me. Chris Williams. Black Lightning, make sure you check it out. And we thank you for um sharing so much this morning, man. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. It's Cress Williams. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Odell. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. We're This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
5: All right, now, Odell Beckham. That's your guy, right, Envy? Yes. Odell Beckham Jr. Well, he gave an interview where he talked about Eli Manning and basically kind of blamed him for certain things that were going on this season. How's your uh, record for the Giants so far?
2: We're in third place.
5: One and four, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, here's what uh, Odell Beckham Jr. had to say.
7: He's not going to get out the pocket. He's not, we, we know Eli's not running. Is it a matter of time issue? Can Can he still throw it? Yeah, it's been pretty safe. It's been, you know, cool catching a shallow and trying to take it to the house. But I'm, you know, I want to go over the top of somebody. I feel like, I'm being out schemed, and then I also don't have a chance to like do something. Or I got to take a slant and go 60. And not to say it's not fun, but it's like I want you know, I want some easy touchdowns too. I watch everybody across the league, uh, all, all the top receivers get the ball the way that they you know should. And if they don't, they say something about it. I mean, he may
0: be correct. He's correct. It just sounds crazy to, for a guy that's never won nothing to be critiquing a two-time Super Bowl champion. <laughs> yeah, no, he's correct. Though. Well, he didn't backpedal. He,
5: he didn't backpedal after this last game on Sunday, and <clears throat> here's what he had to say about these statements, because he's not taking it back, and he doesn't regret saying that. It actually brought the team closer together.
7: I don't regret anything that I said. If it, if it took that for us to come together as a team like we did today, I, I could take that every single time. It had been on my heart, um, and I think all the stuff that was built up inside, it just kind of it came out in the wrong way, um, and I texted him, and I asked if I can have a minute just to talk to the team. If we're not all on the same page, if it's not authentic and real, and we can all understand each other, then there's going to always be miscommunication.
0: Yeah, I'm not mad at what he said. Not I just don't understand why he had to say it publicly. It's a football team. Like, why don't, don't y'all got locker rooms and stuff for that? Like, it's not like Eli Manning was out there bashing him publicly. I'm sure he
2: probably did say it in the locker room, and, and nothing probably changed. He I'm, probably I'm, was
5: very frustrated. I'm
2: definitely sure he time. said it. I just don't, I,
0: when it comes to team sports, I think it should be kept inside the Well, room.
5: Eli Manning said he hasn't heard anything, and he said, Odell and I have a great relationship. Our mindset will be everybody stay focused on beating Philadelphia. So that was his comment after that. All right, Cat Williams. What happened that he got arrested?
1: He's
0: Cat Williams.
5: Now, we told you he got arrested for allegedly assaulting his driver, but he's still in jail in Portland. And apparently he was supposed to be in court. He had a scheduled court date, but instead the people around him didn't tell him about the scheduled court date because they wanted him to get some shine at the Emmys. His management team didn't tell him that he was due in court in Atlanta at the same time that he was going to L.A. to attend the Emmys. So I guess he had a warrant out as well. So a lot yeah. of different issues going on yeah. here. And this
0: is why it doesn't matter how funny you are how much talent you have. If you're always a, a, a liability, if you're a career liability, this is why you don't get to the next level.
5: Yeah, Cat Williams, on his behalf, he would have went and went to court and took care of that business instead of going to the award show if he had to. He still
0: assaulted the driver, though. Allegedly. And that's how we found out about the warrant
5: when he got arrested. He's got a lot going on. He's still a
0: liability regardless. (laughs)
5: All right. Now let's discuss Jonah Hill. It looks like he might have some type of deal with Adidas. I don't know if you guys saw his post. But uh, he posted a picture in his Adidas and he said, something fun coming from me and Adidas. So I'm not sure exactly what that means, if he has his own Adidas launching or if he's going to be endorsing them or just has a project coming with them. But he posted another picture, said, got my new reading in the bathroom, waiting to take a bath. And then he put at Adidas Originals, uh, hooked it up. So maybe he's doing something. All right. And Antonio Brown, this story, if you guys do have kids, so this will affect you, I'm sure. Now, he's being sued. Allegedly, what happened is he was in a violent rage back in April, and he was throwing furniture off the balcony of his 14th story apartment building. Well, according to uh, O'Fair Sternberg, who is suing Antonio Brown, some of those items almost hit and killed his 22-month-old son who was walking Mm. around the pool Mm. at the apartment complex. That's when they said large objects started to fall from the building many floors above them, including two very large vases, an ottoman, and other pieces of furniture, which actually landed right near the toddler and his grandfather. So right now they are suing, saying that they caused um, extensive damage, and the child was terrified and traumatized by that incident and has had night terrors as well. He's suing for assault, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and saying that Antonio Brown acted without regard for human life. If this is true, by the way, y'all can't be throwing furniture off of an apart out of a window in a well, complex where people uh, are walking around below not, you. Yeah, you
0: know, I don't throw nothing out of a window where you know people may be walking down below yeah, you. A, a, if so, you're like in a city or someplace where you know people could be by the pool or something, you don't do that.
2: Not at all.
5: Yeah, don't do that, period. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
2: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in right now, 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.